Dan Pazzarelli, the author, well, and trader, uh, also president of MarketTaker.com, is qualified to address, and he's here to join us to help us take a look at because he's got his eye on rideshare companies this afternoon. Dan, welcome. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, I, well, I'd imagine investors do as well, and uh, certainly it appears to be a bit of a tight race for the Proposition 22. I'm hearing this would allow rideshare companies to, well, rideshare companies like Uber and Lyft to classify drivers not as employees, but rather independent contractors. This has been an ongoing debate. Talk to us about what the latest is and what you're seeing in terms of some of the price activity and uh, result charts in terms of uh, leading into this one. It has been going on since uh, October of 2019, uh, I want to say, 2018, I, I believe. Um, and Uber, Lyft, and a lot of the rideshare companies uh, have dumped a whole bunch of money into creating this Proposition 22 uh, in order to ensure that their, their drivers are classified as independent contractors, which of course has great cost-saving benefits to, to all these firms. Uh, in, in fact, these firms collectively dumped 199 billion, or excuse me, 199 million dollars into supporting Proposition 22. Wow! wow. So, yeah, so that gives you an idea of how much they have to benefit from this uh, going their way. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you look at it as a trader, just like here's what I invest, here's what I can get out of it. Yeah. There's big money at stake. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about how when you look at the charts here, though, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on this because they're both sort of in a little bit of a different position coming off lower today. I've got them here side by side. Lift down by about seven and a quarter percent. Uh, I'm sorry, seven and four tenths, almost a half a percent there. Uh, Uber currently only down by about four percent. Now, I'd imagine they're kind of digesting this news a little differently depending on how dependent they are on the rideshare aspect of this and well you've got uber eats kind of faring into this discussion a little bit I, i'd imagine as well and potential for them to kind of absorb the impact from this if they're forced to based on well their adversity would you agree i mean is this why they're kind of a little bit differently positioned here structurally yeah, the, I mean, you know, like any competitors, uh, they they don't function exactly the same. And Uber Eats um, may have other ways of generating some revenues uh, with, you know, what they what they charge a flat fee or what they charge restaurants or what have you. So, you know, both of these companies are digesting things just a little bit differently. Um, with early voting, uh, the last numbers I saw looks like uh, they're not quite at that 50% majority that uh, that those firms need in order to pass Proposition 22. So that's why I think we're seeing uh, both of these taking a little bit of heat today. Okay, speaking of taking a little bit of heat today, you've got the Dow coming off a bit. Now, uh, I saw CAD, I saw 3N weighing on them. I also noticed Boeing, it looked like was lower today as well. Last I looked, they are, they're down uh, on the day by about two and a quarter percent. They've been having a hard time getting off the ground. No pun intended. Can we uh, talk a little bit about what you're seeing there ahead of earnings tomorrow? Yeah, uh, Boeing is sort of interesting. Uh, with the election coming up, uh, implied volatility, which is sort of at the heart of our earnings analysis, uh, is up sort of across the board with everything, okay. uh, especially on expirations beginning next week, which has the election in it. But what's interesting is that the the front expiration for Boeing is not really uh, having a much higher implied volatility than the back expirations which kind of implies that the market doesn't expect uh, much to happen uh, with mm -hmm. Boeing mm -hmm. as far as uh, earnings goes.
All right, well, that's kind of a reflection of what we've been seeing. Let's just take a look at this daily time frame because uh, not much happening has been the trend, to say the least here. You can see after breaking down to 89 and then roaring back to 240, uh, how for the most part they've been kind of choppy, below 200, up above the 140 area, certainly finding comfort. I guess you could argue right around that mid-165 area. Let's talk a little bit about GE. I'm hearing it's all about cash flow. They burned through about $3 billion in the first half of 2020. Uh, talk to us about what's playing out ahead of earnings there. Uh, later on tomorrow, it looks like they're down by about 2% right now, but in a very similar situation structurally in terms of what we just looked at with Boeing, very much sideways recently and certainly not a lot of directional fiction. They're trading right around $7 and have certainly found comfort at these levels. Yeah, they found comfort at these levels. And interestingly, the last two uh, gaps that we had in the last two earnings cycles were, were very low. They were right around 1%, uh, which, you know, for an earnings move is, uh, is rather small, especially taking into account that it's very common to see lower priced stocks, like stocks below $10, to actually have bigger percentage moves hmm. on earnings. Hmm. Uh, now, that said, GE does have that skew that I was talking about. And so uh, it looks like the market may be pricing in somewhat of a bigger move um, than we saw the last couple of quarters. But, uh, but I, I don't expect it to be a very big one. All right, we were talking earlier in the show about how Hog has made some changes uh, to their business plan, their approach towards, certainly GE has as well. We'll see if it's been paying off as well for General Electric as it has for Harley-Davidson. Dan, really appreciate you joining us here. This is a great breakdown on a few names that we should be keeping an eye on. If you have your eye on us with them, we will certainly as well, especially coming into earnings, a couple large cap names that Dan Pazarelli is joining us for and checking out, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out Dan Pezzarelli at uh, markettaker.com. And well, Dan, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us here. And uh, we'll continue to watch those.